Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back, everyone, to the Hammer and Rails podcast, second recording of the day, Big Ten Tournament Edition. With you as always, I'm your host, Andrew Ledman. How about them, Barley? I'm Casey Barley. There we go. There we go. So no player shout-out at the top today, no Brandon Newman, uh, but, you know, what a great game. Purdue victorious once again, 75-70 to over the Michigan State Spartans. Uh, Casey, you actually predicted the exact score uh, Michigan State was going to get in your predictions, and I was only a combined four points off of my predictions, so I guess sometimes we do know things, uh, and that's pretty comforting. Yeah, I think we had a pretty good read on it. Uh, I, I think our diagnostics were correct as well. Don't turn yeah. the ball over. Michigan yep. State cannot score enough to beat us. That turned out to be the case. Their offense struggled in the half court. The only time they really got going is when Purdue got in little fits. Only had nine turnovers as a team. Yep. Love to see it. Purdue starting five, one of the strongest in the country, really showed that tonight. A uh, lot of guys stepped up. I, I can't shout out one name today because I'm not sure who it would be. Yeah, it was a very, very even attack. So before we get too deep into that, let's talk about the other game that occurred today. Uh, a very good game, actually, between IU and Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> and if, if you did not watch the game, that should give you a good idea of what happened. Iowa won the game on a Bohannon uh, banked in three with just a couple seconds left. Uh, IU uh, goes down by three and couldn't get a uh, good shot off at the end. 
to force overtime and they head away, uh, do not make the finals, which, I mean, it would have been pretty fun to play uh, Purdue IU in the final of the Big Ten tournament. But uh, would have been fun we, to play because we wouldn't have had to guard Keegan Murray. Well, yes, that's that's also a good reason. Uh, so now Purdue will be playing Iowa in the championship game, which is Sunday, March 13th, which is tomorrow or today, depending on when you're listening, 3.30 once again on CBS. So just to take you back, when Casey and I made our picks, Casey picked Purdue as the winner. I picked Iowa as the winner. Oh, Night- snap! Neither of us had this particular matchup in the finals, uh, but one of us will have our champion correct. So uh, going to be exciting. I, of course, hope to be wrong. I say, like, how do you feel? Because you kind of set yourself oh. up for, I guess you're going to be happy either way? Or? No, absolutely not. Okay. Uh, rooting for Purdue 100%, not even a question, uh, because in my scenario, I had Iowa versus Wisconsin. Um, and true. was choosing Iowa. So I wasn't rooting against Purdue in any scenario there. I mean, uh, except if we played Wisconsin. <laughs> I, I picked against <laughs> us. I was not rooting against us. Big difference there. So, all right, that out of the way. By uh, the way, have, have you checked Twitter? Because, damn, it must be moral victory season because IU is putting a banner out. Just it's time. It's it's time to celebrate. What what a showing. What oh. an incredible semifinal loss. This team is back, baby. Uh, yeah, I heard uh, I heard the sixth banner is currently being uh, sewn, and they are ready to uh, to hang it. So Mike Woodson, they, they're prepared. Mike Woodson's a hero, a national treasure. Can you believe it? No, uh, you know he's probably the best basketball coach since John Wooden. So ever. Uh, well, ugh, I I guess I agree. Yeah, ever. He's, he's never lost the tournament game at IU. That's well, that's true. Unless you count the Big Ten tournament as a tournament. We don't. Oh, okay, good. Not not so you, Land. It's, it's, I'm glad we're it's setting all the about it's all about the big victory and the moral victory. Good losses, baby. Good losses. Good losses are the best kind. The mm-hmm. best kind. I'm all so right. mad at Illinois still. I know they just should have. They they had that game one. Stop well, Michigan them. too. I yeah, mean, that's true. It's just everybody should have beaten them, and then they just allowed them to come back. So, but this is not an IU podcast. We are a Purdue podcast. So let's talk about uh, the great game that Purdue played today. Uh, one of the best they've played in weeks, I would say. I agree with that. We played really well, right? Yeah, especially on defense. Mm-hmm. Um, Purdue looked really good on defense. Um, as you said earlier, only nine turnovers took care of the basketball. But, Casey, is there any one player or any one kind of situation that stands out as to why Purdue was able to win this game and be in control for the vast majority of it? It's hard, right? It, it's Hard to decide what's best from start to finish. Obviously, Jaden Ivey had the stats. Just right, a, an incredible game. We're talking 22 points, nine rebounds, five assists, one turnover. Yeah, only one. Yell it to the heavens. One turnover. Six of eight from the free throw line. Played a perfect game. Was incredible. Some of the plays he made were, I, I, I still don't know how he made that behind the bat. Oh, that was the wrong choice. Let me fall backwards. Right. Throw this up like Spider-Man. And just, yeah drop it into the hoop incredible performance by ivy definitely the player of the game if you're choosing just one but at the same time you got to come up in big moments and eric hunter those oh eight gosh. points yeah just dagger threes driving to the hoop finishing and you know travion williams was really good at the end he wasn't good in the first half no uh, had a couple moments again but really good in the second half dominated the glass and you gotta shout out to zach Eady too because Part of the reason why Michigan State was in such trouble is because he kept fouling everyone out inside. Yes. he is a beast. 11 points, 10 rebounds. Doesn't seem like much when you look at the box score, but he does so much. Mm-hmm. And he gives Ivy so much space to work 
in the half court. It's yeah, cool. and he he had a he had quite a few good seal offs uh, to allow Ivy to get much more room uh, as he goes to the hoop. So that's that's a part of his game that he's working on and he's improved upon as the season has gone on. He is such a good screener, so good on that pick and roll. Ivy gets the switch or space whenever he wants because Edie clears out the lane. I wish Trey Williams added even a little bit, a little bit of that. Trey does not set very good on ball screens. Edie when he's in there, that's why I feel really good about this Purdue team in the tournament because our half court offense is never going to truly sink. If we just go to a Jaden Ivy, Zach Edie pick and roll, that is as good of an escape valve as you can possibly have. Cause with 10 seconds left on the clock, you can run it. And if you're running that, you have the two best players on the court on offense deciding what happens. And I feel very good with that. And I thought he was good. He's not good on defense. Yeah. Seems he, like he's uh, gotten worse. There were quite, there were quite a few possessions where you, you just like, dude, you're seven, four. You yeah. don't, you just you move a little bit. It's a little bit like he doesn't know where the guards are shooting. He doesn't realize the hoop is just stationary. <laughs> like he almost thinks it's going to be somewhere else. Cause like you're seven, four, like just put your hand up next to the backboard. They're right. going to try to put it there next to that square. So just go ahead and block off that angle, please. Do do that. <laughs> um, put one arm up on both sides. That, that's fine. Oh, yeah. I mean, that his, would do wings, better. His, his wingspan is so big, he could probably do that. Yeah, so that's that's the one issue you see. But you, you'll take that because you can't guard him. Um, once again, he got beat up. Probably yeah. should have had more points, more free throws. Yeah, only had one free throw. And if you can watch every time he gets the ball down low <laughs> and tell me that he only deserved one yeah. free throw attempt throughout this entire Anything. game, I, I mean, just blows my mind. I, ca- I can't understand it. Yeah, but five offensive rebounds, a lot of those were cleaning up. Jaden Ivey missed baskets right at the hoop. Those are huge. That is huge to get an easy bucket off of a miss. And that's something with his size and instincts at the hoop can give you. And that's just huge, like... 11 for 11 for 10 double double huge impact in the men's he played and this is what we're talking about trevion had 15 points 26 points together uh 17 rebounds 17 rebounds yeah I, I mean that's that's what we had the beginning of the year this is us getting our groove back this is our offense looking good and our big guys are still a big key and the biggest mismatch no matter what team we play i right. watch a lot of college basketball been watching a lot more as tournament time comes down teams don't have the you can't you kind of get lulled into like oh yeah Edie's there he's an advantage no he is an advantage against every single team doesn't matter where we play who we play against we have an advantage on the offensive end at all times we have two and sometimes three when trades turned on yeah and uh, i mean kudos to williams as well because at the end of the game with about uh, it might have been about a minute and a half maybe more left Izzo decided that he was going to start fouling and he went after Trey Williams. And while Trey didn't make every single free throw, he still finished the game seven of 12 and did enough to kind of make it so that Michigan state was not able to successfully chip away uh, at the Purdue lead and get back into the game, despite them hitting um, some threes uh, to close out the game. So kudos to him for making those under pressure. Like I said, he didn't make them all, uh, but he did enough at seven of 12 at the line. So we love to see that making teams pay. Can you tell me what's happening? Why, why three straight times he came up and he shot two free throws. He made the first one. And he nearly airballed the yeah, second one both times. Just got the front of the rim what barely. What is wrong, Ledman? Why are we living this life? Yeah, I don't. <laughs> it just seems like it's the you same distance. Be, yeah, you shouldn't be that far off because you're shooting them, you know, ten seconds apart, twenty seconds apart. You you know how it feels. It's, You've done it hundreds of times. And you have to be that different. I don't know. I just I. But, uh. 
But while we're while we're talking about free throws, what is CBS doing as they're broadcasting I... these games? With these, like they had, they they had at least three different angles. They're showing us of free throws, none of which were good. One of which was under the basket, so you couldn't even see the rim. One was even further under the basket, so you're basically looking up at the rim, so at least you could see if it went in. And the other one where they were just slowly sliding the camera, so it was moving the entire time during a free throw. So it's like <laughs> basketball is fine. How we've watched over the last really 10 years. We don't need this. So here's my thing. Those other camera angles are good if you need a replay somewhere. Well, yeah. Like, obviously, we had to add. They, it's like they knew they had to add that in for reviews and for replays and stuff. And it's like they just can't be content with that. They're like, look, we put a lot of money into these cameras. We got <laughs> yeah. cameramen here. We have to use them in game. We're like, no, no one wants it. It's not good. We have to use it. We invested in this. But we could just use them when we need it. No, we have to use it. Because if you have them, and it should only be used for replays where you're like, ooh, we got a cool angle on it from here. Right, yeah. It's hard to do in a game because, you know, basketball is fast-paced. But just, like, you don't have to use them. You should never use them. God forbid the time you go to that weird close-up following the ball dribbler. God forbid they go into something quickly and then you just miss the whole play. Yeah. I just stop. We're we're trying too hard. I don't know the director who's choosing these camera angles, but it seems to me it must be someone who has never watched a game of basketball uh, or is just not a basketball fan uh, because everyone on Twitter immediately when they did this is like, no, free throws have been fine how we've watched them since the the advent of television. It's the easiest shot in all of sports. Everyone stop. You know where they're going to be. Exactly. You don't have to move the camera. It can just be stationary. You can show me. I want to see if the ball goes in. That's the entire point. But, I don't care what's happening at half court. I don't no. need to see the fans. Just yeah, just a free throw. That's all, baby. We, I, I don't need it at the level of the ball. I don't need it at knee level. I don't no. need to be like on the court exactly. It's fine. We know what we're doing. Let's just do that. Yeah. But I don't know. It's weird. CBS. <sighs> yep. And, you know, we got much more of that coming as uh, the incidentally tournament oh, comes. Oh, God, and of course, you're right. You know, CBS, TNT, True TV, oh. uh, whatever, TBS. So we've got them all uh, coming up. And we're so we're going to see those angles. But one other person who we haven't shouted out, who I thought played great, uh, Mason Gillis. Very good. Yeah. Uh, was able to stay on the court today. Uh, obviously fouled out in the last game, as we discussed, but played 30 minutes today, seven rebounds, total of 10 points, including two for four from three, uh, only one turnover. Uh, I just loved his effort out there. He really seems like he's putting it all together at the right time, and he's really giving Purdue what we need at the four position. Okay. I brought this up in the group chat. No one really bid on it. Okay. I, I must have missed it. Mason Gillis would be like a great oh, WWE yeah. <laughs> heel, right? Yeah. He's a missile. Like, tell me you can't imagine him just spearing someone out of nowhere. Well, when he kind of, like, sneaks up for a rebound. and Sneaks now, up? Well, I mean, he, like, I just mean because you don't expect him to be there because no. he's coming from the other side of the court. Mm-hmm. So uh, what I imagine is him, like, running down the ramp at a WWE mm-hmm. event with, like, a chair and just sliding into the ring and hitting just somebody with it. People. Yeah. yeah. Just, he would be tremendous at it. He's... He's basketball kind of short, six six, but like in the ring, that's six nine. Like you're, you're yeah. a monster. You're yeah. quick. He moves. I'm, I'm telling you, uh, it, if we get lucky enough to where Purdue gets put into a place where I can cover the games live, we're having that chat. Okay. Yeah. Just just let him know that he's maybe got a future in professional wrestling. Cause you can do it after your basketball career. Play till oh, you're yeah, thirty, absolutely. and then then just go be a beast. Yeah. I mean, if you're a good pro wrestler, you can wrestle into your you know mid fifties. Just look at 
you know, Ric Flair, Hulk Hogan, those guys were uh, Shawn Michaels. We those don't, guys we don't came talk back. about Hulk anymore. <laughs> right, that's fair. Those guys <laughs> came back from ridiculous injuries and are still, you know, would still draw in their 50s. So Mason Gillis, if you need a second career after basketball is over, uh, hit up Casey. Do you know how cool it would be to have a Purdue player <laughs> as a WWE wrestler that you could root for? <laughs> That'd be wild. Oh, my That'd God. That's better than a pro player. That's better than Ivy going to the league next year. Uh, I don't know about that. He'd ha- he'd have to have a really good character. Maybe he'd have to have Purdue in his gimmick. Eh, you'd know. Yeah, well, yeah. All right, so one more player I want to at least mention. Uh, Brandon Newman, 18 minutes. Did not score today. 0 for 6. Uh, two rebounds, one steal, one block. But he took good shots. He played good defense. And even though those 18 minutes resulted in no points, I thought – him being out there did not hurt Purdue in any mm-hmm. way. And those shots are going to fall uh, the next time, I feel like, because so many of those were just in and out. Yeah. In fairness to the plus and minus that we always talk about, he did have the lowest of this game at minus six. Okay. Definitely, definitely felt like he played really well on the defensive end. Yeah. One block, one steal, uh, had some rebounds, got some loose balls. There's just no denying it. We need that body. Mm-hmm. It's It's a chance to just not have a weakness on the defensive end. And yeah, I it's it's amazing how seamlessly he just slipped back into an 18-minute role. Yeah, yeah, it's it's almost like he's been doing it all season. Yeah. And I'm just going to say it, I said this at the end of the first half uh when Purdue gave up another big lead, Painter's got to be better with the rotation. Yeah, I saw you say I can't remember who was Caleb on the first, court at that time. Caleb first, Sasha Stefanovic, and Isaiah Thompson, I do believe. Yeah. That, that threesome right. should never play on the court together. I mean, yeah, they have. Well, they haven't been consistent enough on offense to be a real threat. And they're not good on defense. Sasha's I mean, a yes. liability on defense. There's, there's no way around it. He was pretty good today, but in general, liability. Um, and that's not the kind of people around him that's going to make him better on offense either. Um, I, I want to know why Ethan Morton played four minutes and Isaiah Thompson played nine. It, yeah, it, I mean, it boggles my mind. In comparison, I mean, the four minutes Morton played, he had two rebounds, one block. Uh, Thompson played no points. Thompson played nine, uh, no rebounds, one block, and one foul. So I, neither one really, you know, did a ton for us, but at least Morton got us some rebounds. Um, and, you know, I can't really remember anything memorable uh, no. that either one of them did. The thing is that Painter said it yesterday. It's hard to play 10 guys. And we mm-hmm. played 10 ty- guys today. He's yep. right. We shouldn't be playing 10 guys in the tournament. You have to know the two guys to cut out, and it's Isaiah Thompson and Caleb First. Which First it, played today because Michigan State is just huge everywhere. We saw it in the last Michigan State game. We needed his size. Mm-hmm. Still wasn't great out there. It's um, it's it's interesting to me to hear you say that, given that you were such a proponent like of him. Yeah, and I mean, of course, we both do. Um, but it's interesting to see how a player's place on the squad has changed right. from the beginning of the year to the end. And, we, you know... He's just he's he's not giving us as much as he was at the beginning of the year, whether that's due to uh, when he got COVID, whether that's due to the freshman wall. He just doesn't uh, have an offensive game. He's a five and yeah. try to play four. That that's hard. Can't find points for him. Like he's just a non-factor out there. And Mason Gillis has been nights and day better than I expected. He's yeah. just been really freaking good. Perfect compliment to everything we do. Uh, Two for four from three, and it felt like he should have been four for four because those shots yeah. were good, and they went good shots deep into the rim and then bounced out. So yeah, and with first, like he's just not that kind of player, and that's what we needed a four, someone who can rebound, be tough, knock down shots. First is a perfect four for us. First is good when we need secondary size because Gillis can definitely get uh, 
out bullied and rebounded inside because he's only about six six. Mm-hmm. First provides this kind of emergency option. Use it against Michigan State because all their wings are very long. But going forward, that's eighteen minutes of basketball that we are making ourselves not as good. We we brought out a bad rotation in the first two minutes of the first half, and we let a lead dwindle down to single digits because of it. Uh, Painter got to recognize that. I you want to be loyal, sure, I guess, but. Thompson's not an NCAA championship guard. He's just not. There's no way around it. And every minute you put out there, put him out there, you are just hoping he makes a three or two to make it not a complete devastation. And Caleb first, you're just, he's okay on defense. And you're hoping that someone else can pretty much. You're hoping for Trey to just be one-on-one on the post. We don't need to play that limited. We can play eight guys and everyone's a threat and everyone's good. Both sides. Yeah. I, That's what I, it is. I agree with the majority of that. So um, we're, you know, 75 to 70, pretty happy with the outcome. Purdue, if you'll recall, in that first game against Michigan State, only one of nine from three. Today, they were eight of 24. Still not ideal, only 33%, but obviously uh, much better than that one, one of nine. So um, we've got one more game left in this Big Ten tournament. We're going to take a break and look ahead to the championship game, Purdue versus Iowa. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And we are back to look ahead to Sunday's championship game, Purdue versus Iowa. Going to be the third time these two teams have played. This one is going to take place on CBS 3.30 and will be, as usual, the last college basketball game before the selection show. Um, I've, I've been able to go to the Big Ten tournament a couple times as just a fan 
And it's always great uh, if you go to the championship game because Selection Sunday is, like, right afterward. So then you got to, like, run to the nearest bar and you just kind of sit there and watch. And it's uh, it makes for a pretty fun atmosphere. Um, so that's going to be another thing that we're going to be watching tomorrow. But before we do that, Purdue-Iowa, third time. Casey, what are your initial thoughts uh, before we get into specifics? I still feel like the biz- biggest disadvantage is Iowa's best player, Keegan Murray, will have to, for long stretches of this game, check Zach Eady in the post and Trey Williams. And I just don't see how that's a good matchup for Iowa. We beat them twice, and I could argue we didn't play particularly well either time. Okay. Uh, we didn't shoot the ball great. Uh, we we did shoot the ball great the last time, I guess. Yeah, we. I was thirteen of twenty two. Yeah, thirteen of twenty two from three was pretty damn good. Yeah, we didn't shoot well at all at Iowa. Um, but I think you know, I think it's a game where Sasha gets to feel comfortable. Eric well, Hunter. We need, we need one of those for yeah. sure. Eric Hunter gets to be aggressive. Uh. Jay Nivey is by far the best guard on the floor. And I, I just feel like the mismatches almost entirely go in our favor. Keegan Murray is really good. Yeah, he I mean, he's obviously going to be the biggest problem for this Purdue team. He has just been, you know, filling it up. And if he doesn't if he doesn't lead the country in scoring, he is top two or three for sure. Yeah, he's really, really good. But he's I mean, Chris Murray has went off against us because, you know, that's who we put our center on to defend when he's on the floor and right. he made a lot of shots also went nine for nine from the free throw line guarantee you that won't happen again he's not a good <laughs> yeah I, I would think not i mean just that that was just great by him i mean he had 23 in that game against us yeah so it, it just feels like we're a bad matchup and obviously the whole thing is oh it's so hard to beat a team three times it's it's not <laughs> i mean it is because it's hard to beat but like it's not harder to beat a team the third time the fact you beat them twice shows you you're a good matchup, even if you lose the third game. And so it's just... Yeah, I, f- I feel like that's just superstitious BS that right. people use to kind of justify. Um, you know, I mean, because certainly if you play a team for a third time, you're going to be familiar with one another. And if you beat them twice and they beat you once, it I mean, it right. doesn't make you the worst team. And it doesn't mean that, oh, you're destined to lose the third game. It just means maybe you're evenly matched or, you know equally talented that has nothing to do with the fact that you played three times do you know what i like i like that iowa's offense is not predicated on a high pick and roll with a guard who's particularly dangerous at it jordan Bohannon which is, is which is what we struggle at right defense. yeah jordan bohannon is good he's a good shooter he struggled this year a lot he's not someone that's going to carve you up pick and roll up top they don't have a dynamic big that's like a big good roller to the hoop what they have is keegan murray who is a mismatch everywhere, but he does his damage off the ball, catch and shoot, and then just taking advantage of mismatches one-on-one because he's a nightmare because he's too quick and skilled for uh, big guys, and then he's too big for little guys. That's fine. You let him have his in a lot of ways. We let him and Murray both have theirs. You got a lot of non-shooters on the floor for Iowa. You got a lot of guys who are not dangerous in multiple areas. They they get by by, you know, moving the ball well. They have some shooters, but yeah, it's... It's not a team that strikes me in the fear of the heart or doesn't put the fear of God in me at all just because the one easiest place is our post matchup to theirs. And they have to put their best player down there. And that's not good. Right. And you you mentioned before we got on the air and started recording wait, wait, here. Oh, stop, stop. I'm terrified of this team. We're not going to win. There you go. There you go. Yes. Yep. For those nope. that have pointed out that when Casey – Best player gets, in the country. 
<laughs> when Casey gets optimistic, we lose. There you go. So uh, hopefully that superstition continues. Uh, you mentioned before we got on and started recording that uh, you didn't think uh, Keegan Murray would be able to stay on the court for very long, uh, hopefully due to foul trouble, because uh, as you said, he's going to be uh, guarding guys like Williams and Edie, and hopefully that can limit the number of minutes he's able to play. Um, I know Chris, it's Chris Murray, right, is the other one? Yes. He fouled out the last time uh, these two teams played, uh, but he still wound up with 23 points. My only thing that, that worries me, well, not my only thing, the main thing that worries me about this Iowa team is their offense has just seemed to go to another level here recently. Um, they've played great in the Big Ten tournament. Uh, as we noted the other day, they scored, you know, 100-plus uh, in their quarterfinal game, semifinal game, whatever, whichever one it was. Uh, I think it was 112. So, like, you have to worry about how they're playing right now offensively. Things just seem to be clicking for them. Um, but in the last two, they scored 80, 84, uh, and then 112. Now, uh, in their previous loss, before we got into the Big Ten tournament, they lost to Illinois 74 to 72. So uh, maybe that's just a matter of they were playing Northwestern, Rutgers, and IU, uh, none of which have a defensive juggernaut. But, uh, you know, the the way they've been able to score points has has me a little concerned about tomorrow's game. I mean, we've held them twice to 70 and 73. Uh, part of why they're so good is they're a very good offensive rebounding team. I think we take that yeah, so are away we. from them. So are we. Right. We're a very good rebounding team. They're not going to get a bunch of chances. They're not a very good defensive rebounding team. So expect us to pick up multiple possessions on that end as well. Um, what they do, they're, they're a very good three-point shooting team, 37%, 30 is best in the country. But they really do rely on a lot of pace, a lot of extra shots. Um, they've just got this weird symmetry to the court because they're big men at the time can be Keegan Murray. And that flips everything around. Uh, this is one of the times where I think Purdue coach painter stubbornness to just let Chris Murray try to beat us from three helps because we don't get in those awful disadvantageous positions because we let him just shoot those. Yeah. While we corral Murray and worry about everyone else. Um, I think we understand, you know, one of the biggest things for Iowa, they bring in, uh, their guard Toussaint as kind of a change of pace guy. And he's an absolute bowling ball and super fast, <laughs> but he's never going to shoot. So yeah. You just play the drive. And we are very good about being disciplined and stuff like that. So I, once again, it, it terrifies me. Keegan Murray is one of the best five players in the country. Really good. And it, it might be as simple as does Murray go off or Ivy? Cause they both have probably equal mismatches on the offensive end. Yeah. Yeah. So the, that's, that's scary. Yeah. And one, the other thing is, if you recall the first time these two teams played, the press that Iowa does simply gave Purdue fits. I mean, they turned it over left Correct. and right. Uh, and even the second time when we played at Iowa, Purdue still turned the ball over, I believe, yeah, 15 times. Um, and that is not what we want to see. That is how you keep opponents in ball games. And we saw Purdue took great care of the basketball today against Michigan State. Of course, not not the same type of defense, not a same a similar press, um, but just being able to reduce turnovers really helped uh, Purdue because, as you said in our preview for Michigan State, they really make their money uh, on those quick uh, quick outs after turnovers in transition, and that's how they they do really well. So. Iowa is the same way, and we have given them a lot of opportunities in the two games we've played this season. So if Purdue wants to win uh, their second Big Ten tournament title and beat Iowa for a third time, taking care of the basketball is going to be key. And I know that's a ridiculous statement because that's always key, uh, but this Iowa team really causes Purdue to turn themselves over quite a bit. 
I mean, we're in the case where we are a talented enough team where if we don't shoot ourselves in the foot, we win. It's pretty simple as that most games. Yeah. Because we have more talent than the other teams. That's not usually the case. That's why usually Purdue, you know, has to play a certain kind of basketball, tough defense. Yeah. Don't turn the ball over. This team's good enough to make up for that, but more so when we are locked in, not turning the ball over, you're not going to beat us. So that's what Purdue has to shoot for because – we do get these little lapses where we still turn the ball over, get too cute, try to force stuff one-on-one. Can we avoid that? And, you know, I was not great at forcing into those situations. They don't really care about defense all that much. Uh, right, right. They're more of a they're more of a run and gun. We're going to score 112, and you're not going to be able to do that. They gave up 77 points to IU. The, uh, IU has scored 77 points once, and they have scored – uh, 77 points twice this year, the year 2022. Okay. Three months of basketball. Gotcha. And it was against Nebraska and Minnesota. Ooh, not exactly uh, the powerhouses of the conference. No. I believe they finished 14th and 13th in the league. Yeah. I heard Minnesota's coach, though, should have been coach of the year. Uh, Yeah. Dude just overachieved, was picked <laughs> to be 14th, and they got 14th in the league. And anytime you can keep that, you do that. Yeah, I mean, you know, you just met expectations, and really, what more can you ask for? Yeah. Um, so it, it's going to be, I think, a hell of a game. Uh, these two teams, like I said, they've met twice before this year, Purdue victorious in both, but they were both very exciting games. Uh, frustrating for Purdue fans because of the turnovers, but ultimately, when you come out on top twice, uh, you can't really complain. Now, this will be uh, the opportunity for Purdue to win their second Big Ten tournament title. The the only one they've won was in 2009, uh, back when uh, Robbie Hummel was on the team. They've mentioned that numerous times during this tournament. So it would be great to grab a piece of hardware for this team. And having having beaten them in Mackey and in Carver, I really hope that Purdue fans bring it uh, tomorrow, you know, it's in Indy, should be t- tickets available from upset IU fans who'd already bought championship <laughs> tickets. So I really hope we've Go got a loud crowd there. NotreDameFans.com <laughs> to find yeah. those tickets. Uh, so I hope the crowd can be on Purdue's side and we can we can make this uh, a final win in the Big Ten tournament and hopefully help our seating. And, you know, uh, it, it could make the difference between a three and a two. We just don't know. I'm sweating it out a bunch. Um just hope we don't end up on the West Coast. Yeah, yeah. We want to stay. We want to stay close to home. And as we said before we started recording, you know, would you rather be a three close to home or a two that gets shipped out to like uh, the West Coast or Texas or you know somewhere else? And that's that's a tough decision, I think. It is. I know which one I prefer. Please put us within you driving just, range. Yeah, so you just want to be where you can go to cover the game. I do. You know, Ledman. We've never lost. A first or second round game that I was in, I was in the uh, stadium for. Okay, I mean I like that, I like that, so. but I just don't, I just don't know that that's scientific enough for me to trust. What about my happiness? Oh yes, your happiness I'll root for okay. every time. Cool. I'll root for every time. Uh, so before we get out of here, I, I told my brother I would say this. I know Uh-oh. he's jo- I know he's joking. Uh, but if he's not, you know, I want to make sure I say it. Uh, he said, if anybody's got some tickets to uh, the game that they're looking to unload, uh, just hit me up on Twitter. Uh, that's Hammer and Rails on Twitter, and uh, I'll see if I can get you two in contact and give another Boilermaker some nice tickets. How much so, is he willing to pay? You know, that's a good question. He did not give me a number. <laughs> so when he listens to this uh, tomorrow, he's going to be like, I was joking. Or did you get any tickets? So I we'll wanted see what free he ones. Yeah. 
Yeah, he said he did say, you know, if you need anybody to cover the game, just let me know. And I said, well, that's Sweet not guy. really how it works. We've 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 got somebody there already. So, uh, you know, I mean, if anybody does have tickets to get rid of, feel free to send them to Hammer and Rails on Twitter. I uh, will see if we can find somebody. But uh, Casey, you got any final thoughts? Do we want to make predictions as we did for the last two games? Oh yeah, we do. All right, you go first. Oh, I feel the anticipation. Eighty to seventy-one. Okay. Boilermakers. All right, so that would fulfill your uh, choice of the Boilermakers as your champion uh, when we did our picks earlier. Uh, I am also going to pick Purdue because you know we've made it this far (laughs) further than I thought we would. So I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick against myself. So you still um, think Wisconsin's better than Purdue, huh? <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I, I was going by matchup. I was just going by matchups. Um, so I think this Iowa team has really put it together on offense. So I think they are going to score a score. And I think Purdue's going to have to uh, find a way to slow them down and also obviously, you know, continue their great offense that they've had this these last two games. I think Brandon Newman hopefully can, can find it again and Purdue can win. It's going to be uh, 77 to 72. Pretty close again. Um, I will add, we will probably try to do some kind of bracket thing for you podcast listeners. If you can think of a good prize for us to give away, per, uh, particularly something that doesn't really cost us much money. <laughs> yes, we are very great. Uh, not, we don't have Joe Rogan podcast mm-hmm. money, just to be clear. No one gave us $100 million to do this. Not yet. Yeah, that's right. And now, hey, Spotify, if you're listening, we are available for a $100 million contract. Yeah, or yeah, if you have something cool you want to give away and you want to sponsor the bracket, I don't know if that's legal or we can do it, but we probably we'll, will. Yeah, we'll be fine with it. It'll be fine. Okay. I'm a lawyer. Either we'll lawyer. figure it out. So, yep. If you have so something cool go. you want to advertise, well. Yeah, maybe we'll give you a shout-out. There you go. A lot of shout-outs. A lot of shout-outs. Shout-outs are free on this podcast. No, no, no. They cost you got to give us something cool to give away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're free in that you don't have to go through the higher-ups. You can just come to us directly. Yeah, yeah. if you want so. us to really talk well about them, give us one as well. Yes, that's right. I'm looking at you, 19.9, and your delicious pullover that I can't ever seem to find in stock. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. Oh, well. Maybe next one time. One of these days I'll fit into mine. Yeah, there you go. It's a goal. <laughs> got to set goals. So there we go. Let's get ready for more basketball on Sunday. Uh, we will be back recording another one of these tomorrow to look at not only the outcome of the Big Ten tournament title game, but also to look at Purdue's bracket. So selection Sunday coming up. One of the best days of the year. I'm so excited. We will, we will chat with you again tomorrow, and we will know so much more by that time. Boiler up. Boiler up.